What's up, everyone? This is a new episode of Sports Harder. Coming at you live on this uh, Saturday evening episode. Hopefully we can get... There we go. We got a recording on the uh, video as well for everyone. So, happy new year to all. Happy 2021. Uh, We're excited about a new year. Hopefully everything will be better good vibes all around let's try to let's try to just be as positive as we can for 2021 um as always i am your host for this evening maddie lukewarm ice and my co-host as always is chris the gorilla binder what's up how's it going 2021 excited Uh, so i'm i'm angry like all the time, but to to preface that, I uh, so I, I've been a smoker for twenty seven years, and for the last four years, I've been vaping instead of smoking, and we quit cold turkey right before Christmas. So I'm I'm actually like two weeks right now. So like it's just Nick fits like crazy. So <laughs> I mean, it's awesome that I quit smoking. I feel great about it. But God, I just want to kick everybody. <laughs> <laughs> just want to just want to walk up and punch everyone in the nuts. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, uh, good thing I'm not around you during this uh, this time period. Then. <laughs> oh no! And then tonight, bowling. I, I shot. Uh, I, I averaged two oh like two hundred on this league. And I shot a 491 series. My highest game was a 170. Yeah, killing it. <laughs> it was bad. So I was I was mad at that. I was mad at like everything. No, oh, that's that's understandable. It's like me the other day when I was driving around with Mel, and I just told her I said, "I said everyone's driving is making me angry," and she's just like, "Yeah, I can tell," because I was just like yelling at everyone at how they were driving. Like I was just so mad. <laughs> I was like, "Why is everyone such a terrible driver? I don't understand." So yeah, and for those watching the Skype channel, like I'm wearing, it looks like I'm wearing an American flag. It's actually a bowling jersey for Columbia 300. So. <laughs> hey, either way, represent, you know, I got my, my Rams jersey on, so representing with that as always. Uh, but yeah, awesome. Well, let's start off with uh, what's going down, uh, which uh, we'll start off with uh, the, I think, appropriately, since the college playoffs were played yesterday. Um, uh, those who had missed that, um, the first game was uh, number one Alabama versus number four Notre Dame, and it kind of played out and happened the way that everyone thought it would, which was that uh, Alabama, you know, steamrolled them and their defense uh, came to play. Um, let me look at the final score here for what it was um 
31 to 14. And the player of the game was their Heisman uh, candidate, um, uh, D. Smith, Devontae Smith, who had seven receptions for 130 yards and three touchdowns. And he now is the the all time leader in touchdowns for for college uh, football. Um, we had been talking about the running back for Alabama being nominated for the Heisman, but he never became a, a finalist. And so this this wide receiver is I think he might win it, to be honest, because he'd be the first one since uh, uh, Howard. From Michigan in 1991, Desmond um, Howard. Desmond Howard, yeah, he'd be the first one to to win it for a wide receiver since 1991. Um, I mean, it, it's kind of crazy to think because you always think in the past uh, for Alabama, you think defense, and their their defense was always dominating, and they were always known as a defense, but. For this one, it ended up being that um, their um, offense is what's like killing everyone and what's being unstoppable. So, um, what what did you what did you think of the game? What do you think of this wide receiver? You think he's got a chance to take the Heisman from all these quarterbacks? Oh, he's, he's definitely got a chance. Um, I think the one thing that kind of stands out to me is the last wide receiver that received the Heisman, Desmond Howard, did not make his living in the NFL as a receiver. He, he made his living in the NFL. I'm, I'm getting an echo again. Are you hearing that? No, not right now. Uh, okay, so it's just me. I'm going crazy, man. Um, anyway, Desmond Howard made his, he made his money in the NFL as a return man. He got a Super Bowl MVP with the Packers as a return man. Like he he wasn't he wasn't known as a prolific wide receiver. So my question is, if this kid does win the Heisman, is he going to be a prolific receiver, or is he going to fall apart and just be like the next Desmond Howard, Tavon Austin, you know, come in as a, a or Cordero Patterson, come in as a wide receiver, but don't really make it as a wide receiver. Make it more as a return man. Oh, now I hear that echo. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's terrible, uh, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I do agree with you on that. One thing that stood out to me about this wide receiver, though, is that his IQ is, like, off the chart because he's able to read a defense as he lines up to be able to know what type of route he should run or how he can be able to defeat the – the defender and even when they double team him i mean he's still making catches he still had a he was getting double teamed a lot that that in that game and he still got 130 yards and three touchdowns like he still like you try to take him away and make alabama do something else and he's still finding ways to do it because they line him up in so many different places they line him in the slot they line him on the outside i i think if he goes to the NFL, as long as they use him the right way, he could be like a um, an Amari Cooper, I feel like, you know. Okay. Um, a lot of people have been comparing him to a Marvin Harrison type, 
you know, if you're getting compared to Marvin Harrison, a Hall of Famer, I mean, you know, your chances are pretty good in the NFL, um, I would think. So, and he could have gone in the draft, you know, last year when all these other prolific wide receivers, you know, the most, what it was the most wide receivers and quarterbacks taken, like in the first two rounds in like the history of the NFL draft, you know? So, you know, he's probably going to be a first round pick shoe in, even if he doesn't win the Heisman. Um, What's the Raiders pick him? (laughs) (laughs) We need defense, but let's, let's bolster our wide receivers. (laughs) Oh yeah, exactly. Um, so, but the the Alabama, we kind of knew it was going to happen, and that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Um, the second the second matchup is the one that kind of I think surprised all of us, and that was number two Clemson versus number three Ohio State. And I'll give that it that wasn't to, even a game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll give it to Justin Fields, the quarterback for Ohio State. He got hit with the crown of the Clemson player's helmet right in the side of his ribs. Cause he was trying to, he was trying to spin out of it. And when he spun, the guy just nailed him right in the side. And I swear he probably had, he had to had broken ribs or something like, cause every time he moved, he was like wincing or making a face. And he, he went out there and threw like a 56 yard bomb so one of his wide receivers just dropped it in the bucket, like right into the guy's hands while having hurt ribs. And he did that like, like four times. Like they, they hit him with the long ball, like so many times. <clears throat> and it's like Clemson's defense didn't show up. Like, I, I have no idea what was going on with that. Um, you know, I think Trevor Lawrence still played pretty decent. I just feel like, you know, Clemson's defense just didn't show up. They had one player that was ejected, their their linebacker, who's the captain of the team. He got ejected for targeting because of that hit to the side on Justin Fields, um, which I think is a is a crappy way to end your season because he's a senior, you know, um, and you get ejected in the second quarter of of a of a semifinal championship game. I mean, and that one of their best corners was ejected from the game pre the previous game for targeting. So he couldn't play until the second half. And so I, I don't want to make excuses for Clemson. Cause I mean, Ohio state obviously came to play and they had a game plan. Um, but I have mad props for Justin Fields for sticking it out and, and putting on a, a performance. He had more touchdowns than he had incompletions in the game. <laughs> like that's just nuts. Um, I don't know if you saw that hit or not, or if you got to see him play any, you know, once he I did a little bit. Yeah. No, it's what's crazy is like, it's more than just him. Like I give it up to those receivers. Like, like, yeah, he had more touchdowns and incompletions, but the receivers were not dropping the ball. The receivers, like there was a couple balls that, that he threw that probably should have been incompletions. But, I mean, they're low or they were too high. But those receivers made sure to keep that clean. You know, they kept his game clean. And, I mean, I, I can't even name one of the receivers on, on Ohio State, but those guys were freaking money. Yeah. They, they they juked out, like, arguably the best secondary in college football. Yeah. 
Oh, had a little bit of a lag there. Now I got you back. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know uh, yeah, I don't what know. all you heard, but, you know, the, the receivers for Ohio State, they they destroyed arguably the best secondary in college football. They made them look silly. Yeah. No, that's – that's yeah, that's – yeah, that's – and then the run game too, though for Ohio State was really good. Um, their running back, they made it. He made Clemson look like they didn't even know how to tackle. Like it almost looked like they were Clemson kept on trying to go for like stripping the ball or you know doing whatever to to make him try and fumble. And they they it, he made him look silly. He would just shrug him off because they were trying to strip the ball, you know, and. I remember watching the first half and I was like, did Clemson forget how to tackle? Like, is, is, are we looking at, you know, day one of, you know, training camp, you know, like, Hey, we're going to practice tackling. Like, I don't know. It just blew my mind, but Ohio state earned it and they're, they're going to the final. Um, And everyone was skeptical with them only playing six games. And now it's going to be, Number one, Alabama versus number three, Ohio State in the, the championship game. And I hate to say it because I, you know, I said it, I said Clemson was going to do the same thing, but I feel like Alabama is kind of unstoppable. Like, you know, they, they have a Heisman Trophy candidate at wide receiver, Heisman Trophy candidate at quarterback. They had, they, before they had a running back that was nominated for the Heisman, but he didn't make the finals. So, like the three main positions on offense, you have all in the in the Heisman race. Like that's you know that, that's hard to compete against. And how healthy is Justin Fields going to be after getting hit in the ribs like that? You know, I know yeah. it's a couple weeks before the the game, but really, how ready is he going to go for that game? Um, I see it going Alabama's way, and and unfortunately, because I don't like Alabama, but they get another title under uh, Nick Saban. Um, I, I don't think it'll be close. I can see it almost being like they did against Notre Dame, only allowing like seven points. Um, how, how do you see it playing out? Because before you said Clemson was going to beat Alabama as well. So, Yeah, I – I thought Clemson was just as unstoppable, you know. I thought their offense was just a, a massive juggernaut. And like I said, they had the arguably the best secondary in the in college football. But I, I don't know, man. After what Ohio State did, I mean, you got to give it up to Justin Fields. You have to. And honestly, I, I think Bama's going to win it. This is the first time Bama has had a legitimate first-round quarterback. A true, like guy that could go in the first round. Like he, he's a top, top four, top three quarterback in college football. Like Alabama's never had that. They've had like a <laughs> mediocre quarterback. Yeah, and they've always had good wide receivers. They've always had strong defense, and they've they've always had great running backs. That's always been their thing. They've yeah. Never had a good quarterback, and they have legit, legitimate, like probably. I, I would say a top ten pick quarterback. He might, he's going to go in the top ten in the draft if he if he actually goes into the draft. I don't know if he's actually opted in or not yet, but 
I with that, I, I don't think I, I don't think Ohio State can beat Bama. I think Clemson was probably the only team that could give them a run for their money. But I, I Ohio State could probably surprise us, you know. <laughs> I mean, six years ago when they played each other in the national championship game with the, the team that Zeke Elliott was on um, for Ohio State, Ohio State shocked the world and beat Alabama in the national championship game. Um, yeah. And no one thought Ohio State was going to have a chance in that game. And Zeke, like, ran all over them. Um you know, and that's usually the name of the game. If you want to beat Alabama, you have to have a good running game so you can just sit there and drain the clock while their offense sits on the sideline. Um, so, um, you know, that's always the recipe for success that they're able to do that. So we'll see. It's going to be a couple of weeks before the national championship game. So we'll talk more about that later. And, uh, you know, Justin Fields and how, healthy he'll be going into that game and everything um the other game that we can talk about uh that was uh cincinnati versus georgia uh which uh was interesting because you know cincinnati everyone won you know they were undefeated a lot of people were saying that they deserve to be in the playoff you know in the top four uh they have a you know a good quarterback that could potentially be taken in the draft as well i feel like um, he's kind of a dual threat quarterback. Um, and uh, they kind of go in, they build up a lead against Georgia. They get one turnover that turns into a touchdown for Georgia. And then Georgia climbs back into the game and ends up uh, kicking a last second field goal to beat Cincinnati, um, uh, breaking their undefeated season. And the, the, the coach, the head coach for Georgia, ran onto the field he rushed the field when they won and he was like jumping on his players and all of this stuff and they had to like pull him away to go shake the the cincinnati coach's hand after the game was over he acted like he freaking won the national championship um i i thought it was kind of ridiculous but um does this kind of even though cincinnati lost does this still kind of help the underdog lesser known conferences to help them build a case for, you know, trying to play in more games like a playoff game or. I think it hurts them. I think Cincinnati losing to Georgia hurts them because it's like, Hey, you were nine and oh, but guess what? You lost to our third best team in the sec. Like they're <laughs> third best. They didn't even make it to the sec championship and you lost to them. So no, we're we're not even gonna look at you next time you're nine and zero. Like <laughs> I, I think it hurt him more than anything. Like if Cincinnati yeah. had won that game, I think we'd be talking a different story. I think the lesser known conferences would start to get a little more recognition. You know, like um, what is it, Coastal Carolina? Those guys are freaking beasts. <laughs> they, they're beating the crap out of everybody that they run across. And I mean, it's not even funny, but they're not going to get the recognition because they're a small school. They're a smaller, they're in a different division, you know? Um, But like you have Cincinnati who could be potentially a a big school. You know, you, you, you think of Cincinnati, Cincinnati has always been big in basketball not really so big in football. They're starting to come into their own in football over the last, like, probably five years. 
you know, they're starting to show that they're a better team. They're getting a little more recognition, but I think losing to the third, third best SEC team hindered them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I think it'll help with their recruiting. Like I think more people will notice them and maybe want to go to that school. Um, but it will hurt them in the sense, like you said, with trying to, you know, get into a playoff berth or maybe get ranked higher than ninth because I think that's what they were ranked as ninth. So, um, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, a loss did hurt them. I think the win meant more to Cincinnati than it did Georgia, but it didn't show because of how the Georgia coach was acting when they freaking won. Um, I didn't think, you know, he would be that bothered by it, but they they were all excited and, like, even the announcer was like, if you don't think bowl games matter, I mean, look at how the coach is acting. Look how the players are acting. And it's just like the only bowl games that matter are the playoff games. Like no one, no one, no one cares who wins the freaking Duracell battery bowl. Like, you know, it's, or whatever hell names that they come up with. Any sponsor that wants to sponsor, you get a bowl. I mean, there's like teams that are four and four in a bowl game. Like you're four and four, and you get to go to a bowl game. Like, it just makes no no sense to me. So, I mean, I think the only bowl games that matter are the playoff games. So, um, well, I mean, bowl games nationally, yes, um, but when like your home state gets into a bowl game, like you're the school in your home state that you root for, like when Utah went to the Fiesta Bowl against Alabama and beat the crap out of them, you know, that was exciting. That was awesome. I mean, it didn't do anything. Yeah, we won a bowl game, but we didn't win against – or we didn't win a championship, you know. Um, when they went to – When they went to what, – What bowl game was it that Alex Smith went to? Or didn't he go to the Fiesta Bowl? And then it was Brian Johnson that went to, like, the Sugar Bowl or something like that and beat Alabama. Um, I'm not sure because I know that was the year they won the national championship, wasn't it, when Utah won it? Utah hasn't won the national championship. When they went like undefeated, they went undefeated. Yeah. Oh, so the Tostitos Bowl is the Tostito Fiesta Bowl. They played Penn. They were undefeated, and there was two teams, like three or four teams, that are actually ahead of them in the rankings. I think they were ranked fifth. They were undefeated, and they didn't even get like a shot at like a national championship. They got put in the Fiesta Bowl against Penn, who was five and four. And they were undefeated. And they they completely destroyed Penn. And that was when Alex Smith went number one in the draft. But um, it was the the Sugar Bowl, I want to say, that they got the berth into against Alabama. And, like, they, they were undefeated. Bama had lost two games. And Bama was still ranked higher than they were. It, it made no sense. Did you hear that? All that? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was exciting for people in Utah, but nationally, there there was no recognition on it. You know, other than it was it was funny to watch because everybody's like, "Oh, Bama!" Like every commentator was like. Utah doesn't even be, deserve to be on the same field as Alabama. Like, they're not even in the same, like, 
like leveled. Um, their players aren't even the right size. And then Utah just came in and wiped to the floor with Bama. And everybody's like, what the hell happened? <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, with you talking about uh, Alex Smith going num- number one overall after that, um, there are a lot of quarterbacks so far that have like declared for the draft, obviously with their, with the season coming to an end. Um, the, the Florida quarterback uh, who's nominated for the Heisman is declared for the draft. Um, they had a terrible game. I can't remember who they played against, um, but the, the Florida quarterback threw like three interceptions in the first quarter or something like that. And it's like, he hadn't thrown two interceptions like the whole season and he threw like three in that one quarter and I was as soon as that happened I was like yeah he's not gonna win the Heisman like his Heisman chances just flew right out the window I mean yeah he's a finalist but you throw three interceptions in one quarter like they're they're not gonna even look at you after that but he he's declared that he's going into the draft um BYU's quarterback has declared that he's going into the draft Um, I know that Trevor Lawrence obviously is going to go into the draft. I don't think he's announced it, but I mean, obviously he's going to go because a lot of people are saying he's going to be the number one pick. Um, and then a lot of people are saying Justin Fields is probably going to declare once the national championship game is over. Um, don't know if Ian book from Notre Dame is declared or not. Um, I just don't see him being a good NFL quarterback. Um, I, I don't know. It just, something about him doesn't seem like he would be able to make it as a starter, at least. I mean, maybe, maybe as a backup or something, but, um, so a lot of, a lot of people already, you know, declaring and saying that they're going to go into the draft. So we'll see how quarterback heavy driven it'll be again this year. Um, at least for the first like couple picks. And then obviously, some running backs uh, are going to be up there. Um, uh, Travis Etienne, um, Harris from Alabama are some of the top running backs that definitely will be taken. Um, I, I still don't think those will be top 10 picks. Uh, running, running backs, backs. are not top 10 picks anymore. Yeah. Like it's rare to see a running back go in the top 10. I think Saquon Barkley was the last one. And Gurley, Gurley did. Um, I think yeah, Barkley did it like four years ago. You know, <laughs> he's the last one to do it. It's it's so damn rare. It's not even like even I don't even think Zeke Elliott went in the first five. I don't think he went top five. Uh, Zeke was in the first round, I think. I, think. I know he was first round, but I don't think he was top five. But I mean, I could be wrong. But you know, I mean, it's still. It's because of the shelf life of a running back, they're typically not taken in the top ten. Yeah, they they try to save them for for later rounds, uh, definitely. Unless there's some type of transcendent one, like you know Barkley. They thought you know Barkley was, especially with the combine that he had. I mean, everyone thought you know, and he did. He did. He he's done well, but he's just been very injury prone, unfortunately. So, um, but all right. So yeah. So that's that's it for college uh, football uh, news, as far as I am aware. Um, to get into uh, NFL news and topics, um, a lot of teams 
you know, obviously with COVID cases rising again, with it being like winter and cold time, um, you know, NFL players, COVID numbers are going up again. Um, there are a lot of players that are going to miss out this, this Sunday, tomorrow. Um, Alvin Kamara and the pretty much the entire running back core of uh, the Saints. So like Latavius Murray um, and their third string, uh, DeAndre Washington, like they're all out. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I think Taysom Hill's going to get the start at the running back. I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it, to be honest. Um, and then, you know, for the Rams, Cooper Cup is out. Um, Leonard Floyd is out. I think Michael Brockers is out. Um, you know, there, there's there's all these people that are, are not going to be able to play. Um, mm-hmm. I know Big Ben is not playing, not because of COVID reasons, but they just want to rest him because they feel that there's no need to win the game, I guess. You know, because they're not going to get the number one seed since the Chiefs already have it. Um, <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Somebody is beckoning you? No. Being loud. <laughs> um, yeah, and so uh, um, I'm trying to think of some other people. I think that was that was about it for like a lot of big names, but it just seems like it's going to be very influential on how some of these games go, especially for, um, for what's, you know, what's going on. Um, it looks like for the Cardinals, the Kirk, the wide receiver, Kirk. Christian Kirk. Yeah. Over the list. Um, Browns did Kevin Johnson. It looks like Hayden for the Steelers is tested positive for it. Um, and so uh, it'll be interesting to see. So with with that, uh, I guess we should probably look at like the the like playoff. Like, I guess you know. What could happen? Do you have like a little thing for the scenarios to be able to say like what what's going to happen for a lot of the teams uh, depending on like who wins and who loses? What's that? Sorry, <laughs> I was I was saying. Do you do you have a thing for like the the playoff like scenarios like uh like if who wins or who loses to be able to like get in? Um. We could uh, talk about that a little bit with some of the the matchups coming up. Um, Yeah, let me pull that up right now. I'm tired of this feedback, man. Right? It's it's terrible. (laughs) Okay. So race for the NFC wildcard spots. The Rams clinch with either a win or the Bears loss. The Bears clinch with a win or the Cardinals loss. So the if Cardinals the Rams clinch with a win. So if the if the Rams uh, beat the Cardinals, then that means the Cardinals are out, basically. That means the Cardinals are out. Yes, and the Bears are in. 
if the Cardinals win and the Bears lose, both the Cardinals and the Rams get in. Ah, okay. Fair enough. And the Rams, another thing with them is uh, Jared Goff, you know, won't be playing because he had surgery on his thumb. Um, so the, the backup uh, for the Rams, uh, Walford, will be playing and getting his debut. Um, now, the the scenario with that, uh, just to talk about a little bit, especially with me being a Rams fan, but I think it's something to talk about, especially with playoff implications like this, you know, um, if, if the Rams get the win and they do, you know, decently well with Walford playing, do you feel then that that shows that golf needs to be replaced and it's more golf having the issues than it is Sean McVay play calling issues? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll 100% agree with that. Yeah, so if 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 they're able to get the win, they're able to do pretty well with Walford in there. Um, I I think that kind of just shows that that golf needs to be replaced. And you know, there's enough QBs going into the draft this upcoming year that we could get someone decent in the first round, even if we picked kind of low in the first round, um, or you know, even in, in the second round maybe, but I think we could trade and get into the first round. Um, especially if we trade golf and get a pick or something. Um, but, uh, with that, I mean, uh, like you said, the, the, the Rams in that scenario, what, what is some of the other scenarios in the NFC? I know with the NFC East, there's a lot of different scenarios other than the Eagles. Cause I think the Eagles have been eliminated. Eagles have been eliminated. So Washington, is this still feedback? I heard a little bit, yeah. Oh, this is <laughs> annoying. Sorry. Um. Anyway, Washington, if they beat Philly, they're in. It's done. It's over. Cowboys clinch with a win plus the Washington losing. So Cowboys can still win. But the Giants, Giants, it's the exact same exact thing. thing. The Giants have the Giants to beat the Cowboys, Cowboys, and Washington has to lose to the Eagles. And, okay, so I've, I've heard a lot of people talking about this, and um, one of my uh, friends that we haven't talked about, because, you know, obviously David's a Cowboys fan and Boo Boo's a Cowboys fan, but my other friend, uh, Will, who's a big Cowboys fan, I was talking to him the other day while we were playing some Mario Kart, and he basically said, he he feels like there's like a conspiracy that the Eagles are just going to throw the game because they would rather have the Washington football team get in than the Cowboys. So they're not actually going to try and beat the Washington football team um, because they they don't want the Cowboys to to get in. Um, I, I I would I would I, dare I, him I, to I, say that to one of the Eagles players' faces, <laughs> like hundred percent. Like I dare you to say that to a to a professional football player's face that you guys are going to throw the game just because you hate this other team more. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. I don't. I don't think any team actually truly throws games. I think that they make mistakes. 
They make a lot of mistakes. And the Eagles have made more mistakes than most teams have this year. So, And their biggest mistake was playing Carson Wentz as long as they did not putting in Jalen Hurts. Like Jalen Hurts has been a beast for them. Yeah, he's definitely given them like renewed life. You know, it's like they're they're definitely a different team because of that. Um, which I feel bad because you know Carson Wentz basically was the big reason why they made it to the playoffs and won that Super Bowl. You know, I mean, I know Nick Foles was the one who finished it off, but they didn't win all those games beforehand with Nick Foles. They won all those games with Carson Wentz, you know. Um, yeah. So I just feel bad because I feel like he could still probably do really well on the team, you know. Um, he, he's got the right stuff, obviously. I mean, he almost won MVP that year if he wouldn't have gotten injured. So I think Carson Wentz is going to be with the Rams next year. <laughs> yeah, we brought that up last 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 episode. Yep. <laughs> I, st- I still stand behind it. <laughs> so there are a couple more um, scenarios here. It's the seeding scenarios. So who gets the uh, home field advantage? So the number one spot in the a- NFC. AFC is already tied up. It's it's the Chiefs. Yep. Um, NFC. If the Packers beat the Bears, they 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 have the number one seed. However, if they lose and Seattle wins, the Saints get in. Saints are number one, as long as the Saints win. Yeah. If the Seahawks win and New Orleans and Green Bay both lose, the Seahawks become the number one seed. Oh, wow. (laughs) So the Saints have to hope that Green Bay loses to the Bears, which isn't going to happen. (laughs) <laughs> and Seattle is going to beat San Francisco, which will happen. So San Francisco, Seattle's going to win, so they're going to sit back and hope that New Orleans and Green Bay both lose. Yeah. And New Orleans has the Panthers. So I, I honestly think that all three of those teams are going to win this week. I'm just saying that right now for my picks. Merry <laughs> Christmas. Happy New Year. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I think the Packers are actually going to end up with that home field advantage and number one seed. But, you know, I mean, there's still some scenarios that can happen. Fair enough. And then the the AFC, I mean, obviously, like you said, the Chiefs have the number one spot there. But I know it's a tight race between the the Colts and the Titans, right, for trying to get in. Yeah, it's uh, Colts, Titans, Dolphins, Ravens, and Browns. So the Colts need one of those teams to lose. Any one of those teams loses, Colts are in and they're out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so the Titans win the division if they get a win or a ball, or they're in the playoffs period if they get a win and they win the division. So the division is they have to win – or the Colts have to lose. The Colts to get the division need the win plus the Titans' loss. So the Titans can clinch either way that that happens. Yeah. You know, um, I don't think the Colts are going to be losing because they're playing the Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, update there's a new bottom five. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> we discussed that last week. <laughs> anyway, so the Dolphins, if they win, they're in. The Ravens, if they win, they're in. The Browns, if they win, they're in. The Colts, if they win and one of the following, a Tennessee loss, Baltimore loss, Cleveland loss, or Miami loss, and they're in. Any one of those. (laughs) But with the Dolphins, Ravens, and Browns, it's like if any of the other teams loses. So with the Dolphins, Baltimore, Cleveland, or any loses, whether they win or lose, they're in. Ravens, if Cleveland loses or Indy loses, Ravens are in, win or lose. Browns, Indy's loss, Tennessee loss, plus a Baltimore win. Or Okay, so an Indianapolis loss or a Tennessee loss plus a Baltimore win and an Indianapolis win and a Miami win. They would get in. <laughs> so basically everybody has to win. Yeah. The the first team to lose is just out, basically. Makes sense. And uh, you know, the the Browns losing to the Jets this this past week, you know, that basically killed their chances for winning the division and crushed your hopes and dreams of being able to have all those bragging rights of picking the Browns <laughs> as the division champs. They let you down, they lost to the Jets. I mean, the Rams yeah. lost to the Jets too. I know, but, but still, like the only the only thing they had, the only p- period, the only offense they had was Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. They did not have a receiver. Like mm-hmm. they they pulled up their practice squad receivers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, but still, I mean, you know, they they, they, I, I think they lost the ball in like a fourth and one that they tried to have Baker Mayfield sneak the ball in with. It's like you have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and you have Baker Mayfield to run the ball on fourth and one? Like. (laughs) There's a quarterback sneak. (laughs) Terrible idea. Horrible. (laughs) He fumbles the freaking ball, and they lose the game. Like, just awful. But, I mean. It, yeah, it's just one of those things where I felt bad for you because I was just like, man, now he, you know, can't have those bragging rights when he said that the the Browns are going to win the division. <laughs> they've they've still done better than anybody ever expected. Well, that's true. I mean, but it would be sad. I think it would be a very disappointed and failed season if they don't make the playoffs because they had a very easy chance to do it this year. And beating yeah. the Jets, beating the Jets was part of it, and they couldn't get it done. So, um, I feel the same way with the Rams. If the Rams aren't able to get it done, it's like a failed season because they had plenty of opportunities to do it. You know, so hey, like mine, my my team's a failed season. The Raiders, I'll, I'll own it. Like failed season, dude. We beat the Saints and we beat the Chiefs, and then we can't turn around and beat the Falcons, and we barely beat the Jets, and then. We get our asses handed to us by the Colts. Oh, and hey, we beat the Browns too. And then we give it up to the Dolphins on the greatest no look pass ever to exist. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Failed season for sure. Hey, failed like 20 years. <laughs>
Just keep it rolling, man. Keep it rolling. That, that I'm a, I'm <laughs> snowball bitter, effect, you, you know? Tell? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. All right. Well, um, well, let's get into our uh, top five, bottom five, then, like uh, you were saying, because there's a new new uh, bottom five uh, for sure when it comes to that. Um, you probably, you'll probably uh, – we'll probably agree with our bottom five, though, because that's what we normally do when it comes to talking about that. Um, so I'll, I'll start off. So, oh man, um, at number five, let's see, I am going to go, let's see, I'll go with the Falcons at number five, um, with the way that their season has been going Poor Matt Ryan having all those leads and, and uh, games and then just blowing them, their defense blowing them all the time. Um, let's see, number four, uh, I'll go with the Eagles with what, with what they've been doing uh, and not, you know, like you said, not starting Carson Wentz. Uh, like they, they – Hey, Matt, really quick. I can't hear you on the podcast. There you go. I can hear you again. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's probably because I, uh, I was using my phone to look at the standings. Um, oh. Uh, hold, so you've hold. got Falcons, Eagles. Yeah, Fal- Fal- Falcons at number five. Uh, or no, sorry. Yeah. yeah. You said number five. Yeah, five was Falcons, four was Eagles, three was the Broncos, uh, two is the Jets, and then the new king of the 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 worst record in the NFL, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Never thought I, that the Jets were going to get dethroned, but they officially have. So number the new number one. Jaguars. <laughs> huh. Okay. So you didn't put the Bengals in at all. The Bengals have beaten the Steelers. You know, they've uh, – who else did they beat? They beat another pretty decent – or maybe it wasn't a decent team, but they still have four wins under their belt now. I mean, they, they kind of been doing pretty good and we're beating the Steelers. I feel like they kind of got out of the, my top five after that. Okay. Um. Yeah. I, uh, I was just curious about why you didn't put the Bengals in, but that's actually why I wasn't going to put them in the bottom five either. Was because they were able to beat the Steelers. Um. So yeah. Uh. My bottom five is exactly the same as yours. Like, it's Falcons, Eagles, Broncos, Jets. And Jaguars. <laughs> little mixed up. Middle mixing up there now, finally. And, hey, wait, for the first time all season, we could say the Jets are on a win streak. <laughs> They've won two in a row. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, they're hot right now. They're hot. 
They'd be scary in the playoffs right now. <laughs> <laughs> and that well now they're singing freaking um Gates or whatever uh the coach's name is. They're saying that um like he should keep his job now just because they've won two games and I'm just like he still has done totally crap for the team. Like I don't think he deserves to keep his job. Terrible. At least, at least that's just my opinion. But now, you know, people are saying that you know they they he deserves to like keep his job. Um, all right, so top five. So I guess since I did my bottom five first, I'll let you do your top five first. All right. So coming in at number five, I'm going to put the Seahawks. Because they've kind of stepped up the last few games and like really shown that hey we're here, we're gonna play good, and we're we're playoff bound. Like they won their division, it's solid, it's sold, it's over. Um, number four, I'm gonna put the Saints. Um, they got Drew Brees back. He looked really good. I think they're still gonna they're gonna make a deep playoff run. Honestly. Um. Number three, I'm gonna put the Bills because they they're they're on a hot streak, man. They're they're looking. I think they're they're probably the only team in the NFL that's gonna give the Chiefs a run for their money. Yeah, honestly. Um, number two, uh, Packers, and number one, bleh, Chiefs. <laughs> Oh, she always leaves that good that good taste in your mouth. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh my goodness, I love it. Um, all right, I like I like your top five. Um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with you on on the teams that you picked. As much as it pains me to say, you know, number five, I would definitely put the. Um, the Seahawks, uh, gosh, I, I hate them so much. <laughs> but uh, at least it's not number one. Yeah, <laughs> true, true. Um, so yeah, Seahawks, I would put at number five. Um, number number four, the Saints. Um, uh, number three, uh, your wife will probably hate me, but I'm actually going to put the Packers at number three. Uh, and change that up on on the order that you had it in. And then number two, I'm going to put the Bills, and then number one, put the Chiefs. So, um, yeah. the Like you said, I agree with you. I think the Bills are probably the best team in the AFC to give Chiefs a run for, for their money um, just with the defense. And then adding Stephon Diggs was the best decision the Bills ever made during the offseason. It, it was worth the trade. It was it was worth paying him the money. Like it was worth everything. So, um, it, it could it could put them over over the hump to maybe try and, and beat beat the Chiefs. Um, and they're used to cold weather too. You know, if they're gonna have to play the AFC Championship game in at um the at uh, Kansas City, the the Bills are used to the cold, so it won't bother them. Like it, it would be perfect weather for them to play in. So, um, yeah, that's that's the 
yeah, that's that's the the route I'm I'm gonna go down for that. Alrighty. Um, let's see. Was there any anything else that we needed to cover? I guess before we get into our our picks. Um, not that I know of. I was kind of looking at a uh, Devonte Adams stats. Just because it's freaking insane. <laughs> He's got 109 receptions, 1,328 yards, 17 touchdowns. He is top five for all of those stats. I think he's actually top three for most of them. He has played 14 of the 16 games. And he has that stat line. Gosh. That is freaking insane. Yeah, I mean he 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 is like a, a, a freak of nature basically. <laughs> yeah. And he actually I, I I think it's a cool little shout out to him and everything. He uh Madden actually put him in the ninety nine club this last week. Oh wow. That's that's which awesome. is really awesome. That, I think he's only the second one this year that they put in the mat in the ninety nine club. They put him and Russell Wilson in the ninety nine club this year. Oh wow! Well, um, I know there's I know there's probably not too many um, wide receivers that have been ninety nine. Maybe Antonio Brown back in the day. Um, so I mean that's pretty cool for a wide receiver to to get that. Um. Alrighty. Well, uh, was there anything else that we were going to go over before we do our picks? Not that I know of. All right. Well, let's do it then. Let's get into our picks of the week. NFL picks of the week. The final week. It's the final picks. Here you go. Just. <laughs> Sorry. Cool. All right. Got that out of my system. <laughs> All right. So let's take a look at the updated uh, pick score. So I am at 182 and a half and 79. You are at 176 and a half and 82. I am only six behind you, dude. I have made up some ground. You have. You have indeed. Um, Are you getting scared yet? (laughs) I mean, a little bit. Only a little bit. (laughs) Um, So uh, we had talked about when the playoffs uh, start that we're going to do more points, obviously, for winning playoff games. So we'll talk about that um, next week once the playoffs start. for for that so uh let's get into the first matchup um i'm not using my phone anymore i'm using the the espn online to do the games so we'll be starting with the rams game like it normally does (laughs) um so the first matchup it has on there is uh miami at buffalo um 
Unfortunately, just like the app, it doesn't have the stats on there like we normally do. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, let you start as per usual. So this one's a little scary because it definitely has some playoff implications. Buffalo's already clinched their division, but if Miami loses this game and the Colts win Miami, after their storied season and everything they've done, they're out. And the Colts are playing, uh, as I said earlier, the Colts are playing the Jaguars. Miami has to win this game. They have no choice, but I don't think they will. I, I, I think the Bills are going to take this game. All righty. All righty. And then, I mean, do we know who's even starting for Miami since they're so wishy-washy a quarterback? Just throwing – um, Tua. They said Tua. That's – I feel so bad for Tua. It's like whenever he makes a mistake, I think he's going to be pulled. I mean, that's no way to play as a quarterback. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Miami really needing to win this game. You know, how much are the Bills going to play their starters? You know, how much are they going to really care about winning this game? You know, there's no number one seed at stake. Um Gosh, that but kind of there is the number two seed. Well, yeah, but I mean, between them and the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll go. I'll go with Buffalo as well. I guess um, it's one of those things. that's kind of hard to tell if Buffalo is actually gonna, you know, try as hard as what Miami is. <laughs> Poor Dolphin taking that swan dive. Um, <laughs> uh, so. Basically, my question with it is, on you say we don't know how much the Bills are going to start. So what's what it comes down to is, are you going to – do you want to play the Ravens, who are going to be the number six seed, or do you want to play the Browns, who are going to be the number seven seed? Which one would you want to face? They win. They pretty much have the number two seed locked up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. Next matchup is uh, Baltimore at Cincinnati. Uh, so I get to pick for this one. Baltimore playing for their playoff hopes. Um, Bengals just trying to play spoiler. Um, the Bengals, like we said, have been beating some good, beating some good teams here lately. Um, but I think the the Ravens are going to go all out. I think the Ravens are going to take it, and uh, Lamar is going to do whatever it takes to win, including having to run the ball a million times. So, <sighs> I think this is actually going to be a hard-fought game. I think it's going to be a really close game because the Bengals, Bengals are one of the teams that have been able to stop Lamar from running as much as he does uh, in last year and in their one game this year. But I I think Lamar wants to go back to the playoffs. And I said that they, they wouldn't make the playoffs. And it sucks because I think they do. I think they actually win the game and they go to the playoffs. All righty. Next matchup, playoff implications again, Pittsburgh at Cleveland. So you get to start off with this one. Um, Big Ben's not playing. 
Eric Ebron's not playing. James Washington's not playing. James Conner's not playing. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't think Minka Fitzpatrick is playing. I don't think Joe Hayden is playing. <laughs> so they're benching a lot of people because they, they're already in. They don't care. They're in. They're, they're not on the same wavelength as the Bills where, you know, who do we want to play? They don't really care who they're going to play. They're going to beat anybody. Because guess what? Both of the teams that they, they, would, they would play are in their division. So they're going to be facing them for the third time this year. And they beat them every time. With them being benched, I'm actually going to put my lock on this as the Browns. Ooh, locking it in. <laughs> lock. Locking it down. Oh, I should have put it as my upset. Damn it. <laughs> you want to flip-flop it? Flipping it? Yeah, let's put that as the upset. I forgot that they had the lower record. <laughs> upset. Upset. Upset alert. All right. Going with the upset. I like it. Um, yeah, I'm going to follow suit with you, and not necessarily as a locker and upset, but the the Steelers just don't care. And and the Browns need it, so I'm I'm gonna go with the Browns on this one. Um, they they are gonna come full force. They want to finally break through and make the playoffs for the first time in like 50 years. Um, all right, uh, next matchup that is doesn't matter. No 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 playoff in incomplete. Yeah, no playoff. Uh, why can't I say the word? Uh, implications. implications. Yeah, there we go. Um, but it's two eliminated teams, uh, the Vikings and the Lions. Um, what, what team really cares about winning this game? <laughs> um, I, I'll still go with, uh, the, the Vikings. Cause I feel like the Vikings, they, they got some better, some better stars on, on their team. They still got cook, you know, Justin Jefferson, my, one of my rookie of the years, if you ask me. He, he's been he's been he's been awesome. So yeah, going with the Vikings. I can agree with that. Um, I honestly think that Justin Jefferson will win Rookie of the Year. The guys, like, there's nobody that's as good as him. Like he has done so much for the team. It's not even funny, even though they're not making the playoffs. But at this point. The Lions already lost their coach. Mike Zimmer's playing to keep his job. So I think the Vikings actually step up and they take the win over the Lions. Alrighty. Awesome. Uh, next matchup the Red Hot New York Jets versus the New England Patriots. This is my pick? Yeah. How do you go against the Jets that have won two games in a row? Oh, yeah, you do, because it's Bill Belichick. It's the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, uh, I think uh, I think I got to do it. I got I to gotta, I gotta do it. I got I to gotta make it happen. Bonk, bonk, bonk. What? The red hot Jets are going to beat a trodden and sad New England Patriots who are not making the playoffs and who are not knowing what in the world is going to happen at quarterback for them next year. I don't think the Cam Newton experiment went very well. So 
I think uh, I think they go a different route uh, in the off season. But yeah, I'm gonna say my upset pick is the Jets. Dude, how long have you and I been saying Cam Newton is not a good quarterback? <laughs> right. <laughs> for for a long long time. <laughs> and for- Since he came into the league, like even when he won his MVP, we're like, how? He's not a good quarterback. Like, okay, he ran the ball a bunch of times, but no, he he sucks as a quarterback. And they went to the playoffs, and everybody's like, Cam Newton's a god. And it was their defense that got him there. 100%. <laughs> terrible, man. Terrible. Yeah. The Cam um, Newton experiment is not going to work on any team. Oh, yeah. No, I don't I don't think it will. Yeah, you, you are correct. Um, uh, next matchup, playoff implication, the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants. Ugh, I get to go first on this one. I keep on getting burned all the time because I'm not picking the Cowboys. And I said I wouldn't pick them ever again. And then after I said that, they keep on winning these freaking games. So I'm going with the Cowboys because I don't want to get burned again. They better not jinx me after all this time going with the Cowboys. (laughs) You're going to hate me. I'm going with the Giants. <laughs> you kept on picking the Cowboys. I don't. I don't think they can beat the Giants. Like the Giants' defense is good, but yeah, they've they've kind of been on a good roll. Amari Cooper stepped up. Ezekiel Elliott's still looking like he's overpaid. Um, I don't think he'll be on the team much longer. Honestly, Tony Pollard's been doing a lot better than Zeke. But yeah, I think the Giants still get this game done. I think they're going to win it. Oh my goodness. Killing me, Smalls. All right. Next matchup the Atlanta Falcons at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, yeah, you get to go first. Um, I think the Bucks aren't playing everybody, right? Because they're already they're already in. They're in, yeah. There's yeah, but they and they have no chance of winning their division. Yeah, because the Saints because they lost both right. games to the Saints. So, yeah, um, I don't know if they're actually going to play everybody or if they're going to sit people. I'm I'm really I haven't seen anything on it, so I don't know. Um, it makes it difficult. Like the Bucks are the better team, but if they're sitting everybody, the Falcons can win this game. They could sneak it out, but I I can't go against. I can't go with the team that has given up the most fourth quarter <laughs> losses, the most fourth quarter leads in the NFL this year. They've gone into the fourth quarter with more leads than any other team and have lost them. So I'm going to go with the Bucks on this one. Yeah, I I agree with you. I'm going to go with the Bucks just because of the Falcons not being able to hold any type of leads. But yeah, I agree with you on that. <clears throat> Um, all right, next matchup, playoff implications. The Green Bay Packers at the Chicago Bears. And your pick? This, this is going to be my pick. Um, I am going to go with the Packers on this one. 
just because uh, Aaron Rodgers is looking like he's locked up the MVP. It seems like it's pretty much a done deal. So, um, but uh, yeah, they, they have a lot on the line, so they'll, they'll play and they'll take it seriously because they, they want that first round by. So um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers. More, more than just wanting the first round by Aaron Rodgers actually said, like they asked him, are you going to sit out during this game since you guys are already in the playoffs? He's like, if you think I'm going to sit out against the bears, you need to quit your job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lock this in that it's the Packers Ooh. and Aaron Rodgers is going to throw probably four or five touchdowns and just demolish the bears. Like he's going to make this game silly and kick the bears out of the playoffs. Oof, man. Love it. All righty. Next matchup, the Las Vegas Raiders and the Denver Broncos. Two eliminated teams playing against each other. Yep. There's still pride to be had. <laughs> you, don't, you don't. No. Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, I got to go with the Raiders, too. I can't. Uh, I go. I, I, I agree with you on never picking the Broncos. So <laughs> I'm in the same boat with you on that. <laughs> I, I will predict something, though. If the Raiders lose this game, flat out Derek Carr will not be a Raider next year because they blame him for it even though our defense is the reason for most of our losses this year. Yeah. The only loss that I would place this year on Derek Carr was the Atlanta Falcons. That is the only loss that I would place on him because he fumbled the damn ball three times. Like, get rid of the ball, dude. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? But every other loss, he has put up 24 to 30 points every game. Like, he has been efficient. He's been... Uh, he's been a team captain. Like, I mean, he's gone out there. He's been a field general. Like, he's handled business. But the defense just gives up 35 points a game. Like, you can't win games doing that. I don't care how prolific your offense is. If you Like, if the Chiefs were giving up 35 points a game, they, we wouldn't be talking about them being a number one team. We wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, true. It, it's just – it's stupid. And honest to God – if the Raiders lose this game, Derek Carr will not be the quarterback of the Raiders next year. And I don't think he wants that. So I think they're going to win it. Like it, it's yeah. I don't know. Oh man. Got to get that car insurance, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. looks like uh, my computer cut out. I don't know. I think my battery maybe died on us in the middle of our picks here. On Skype. Yeah. Did, did it? I still got you on Skype. Oh, it's just frozen. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't think I was getting low on battery. It never said anything. Get your battery charging, man. <laughs> well, we'll see if that will. If this will help. It might not heal. This thing is not very good at doing that. Oh man, everything was and looking now good. This. Huh? Are you losing the? Okay, we're still on on the podcast, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I just got a notification that it was being disconnected. I'm like, what is going on? We're losing all hope. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see if I can get. Do it, Captain. I don't have the power. 
<laughs> that was a terrible accent. I'm sorry. I should oh, never okay. do that again. Oh man, the I was I was able to look at the TV now because of uh, having to charge this, and it looks like Texas A&M is uh, winning 17 to 13 at the half right now against North Carolina. I thought they'd be putting more of a beating on them than that, but they're they're ahead at halftime. I'm wondering what the spread is on that. <laughs> well, I'm sure everyone thought it was going to be blood. I mean, there's still another half to go, but I'm sure people thought it'd be a lot, uh, lot different. Well, right now my computer is loading up, but while, uh, oh. Did it cut out again? It might, I might not be able to have enough power to get it going. So, well, let's just finish on here then. That's cool. Yeah. It's just, uh, it was just funny. It just cut out out of nowhere. Usually it kind of gives you like a little warning if it's, uh, coming close to, uh, you know, an end or not, uh, when it comes to that. But, uh, anyways, uh, Shoot. So you're, yeah, I think it ended with you talking about the, the Raiders winning and that, um, uh, car if they lose wouldn't be on the team next year uh and i had already picked the raiders as well to win that one so what what is the uh what's the next matchup oh crap give me a second um <laughs> oh no well i'm trying to make sure that, the, that i'm staying in the time frame like i've got the other papers lined up but i want to make sure i'm kind of staying in the time frame here so we've got Two twenty-five <laughs> games is what we're on, right? All right. So the Jaguars and the Colts. Ah, that's the next matchup. Yep. Alrighty, and uh, I get to pick first for this one, right? Yep. Uh, I am gonna go with the Colts on this one, and I'm actually gonna put that as my lock because awesome. the Jag- Jaguars are now the worst team in the NFL, and. Uh, they're, they're gunning for Trevor Lawrence and getting that number one pick. So, yeah, I'm not saying that the Jaguars won't try, but the, the Colts are, are definitely going to steamroll them, I feel like. So, yeah, going with them. Yeah, and this, like, I, like I said earlier with the, the playoff implications, the Colts have to win this game. If they lose, they're out, plain and simple. Doesn't matter. Um, but they have to win this game to be able to get into the playoffs and hope for another team to lose. Uh, so yeah, I think the Colts are going to go all out on this and just completely demolish the Jaguars. Like it's, it's not even going to be a good game. Like it's going to be like a 49 to three game. It's going to be terrible, but the Colts (laughs) are going to like show, Hey, we're here for real. We're beating up on the worst team in the NFL. (laughs) Oh yeah. With with our 70 year old quarterback. (laughs) Oh shoot. All right. What's what's the next matchup? Next matchup is the uh, it's Titans and the Texans. Ah, and you get to start with this one. Yeah, um, the Titans have to win this game as well, just to lock up the division. If they win, they lock up the division because they know the Colts are playing the Jaguars. They know the Colts are playing the worst team in the NFL. And if they lose and the Colts win, the Colts win the division. 
kind of terrible. Um, so yeah, I think that I think Derrick Henry runs all over the te- the Texans, and we get another episode of JJ Watt talking about how shitty the team is. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that was uh, that was some good stuff when that 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 happened. Um, yeah, I, I I agree with you. Um, I think the the Titans' run game is no no match for the Texans' defense. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, the Titans on this one. Uh, I think Henry, you know, stomps them and runs all all over them. Probably scores like another like three touchdowns, you know, um, yeah. and locks up the the rushing title because I mean he's so far ahead anyways but he's just going to put even more distance on that <laughs> um, so yeah going with the Titans on this one okay next game is the Seahawks and 49ers alrighty and I get to start with this one um, gosh the the funny part is like the 49ers randomly show up on defense like all the time here lately, you know, some, some games, you know, they're just red hot. And then other games, you know, they, they look like, you know, the eliminated team that they are. Um, But uh, as much as it pains me to say, I think the Seahawks will take this one because they'll try to, uh, you know, hope for some luck to get that number one seed. I don't think it's going to happen, but they're still going to try to win so they can at least, you know, have a shot. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the the Seahawks, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, the Seahawks need to win and have uh, the Saints and Packers lose. The funny thing is, is all three of those teams are playing at the same time. So... In order for the Seahawks to be the number one seed, they need the Packers and the Saints to lose. So they're going to play as hard as they possibly can. And I, I, I think they're going to win the game. Like, Russell Wilson has actually looked pretty good this year. He's had spurts where he looked terrible. But then, like the rest of the year, he's looked great. So, yeah, I think they get this done against the 49ers. Awesome. Now, really quick before we move on, we've both picked our upsets and locks, right? Uh, yeah, my upset was the Jets, and my lock was the Colts. Um, my upset was the Browns. My lock was the Packers. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Next game is the Chiefs and Chargers. And I pick first. Yep. And honestly, I don't even care if – like the Chiefs are sitting anybody because they've already locked up the number one seed. They're still going to stomp all over the Chargers with their second string. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Chiefs. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I'll go with the Chiefs as well. Even if they sit people, I think they'll they'll still they'll still get it done. Okay. Next is the Rams and the Cardinals. Oh, your pick. oh man, what a what a predicament the Rams have put themselves in. Um, we've already talked about all the people that are out and injured, and um, you know Cam Akers is 
questionable for the game. Um, so, I mean, so many things are up in the air and they need to win. It's and, – and another thing, too, is, though, I I I think um, they were saying that Kyle, uh, Kyler Murray might not play in the game either because he had hurt his leg or something in the, the game before that. Um, so I don't know if they've officially said if he's, like, going to be out for that game or not. I feel like if Kyler Murray is out, the Rams definitely are going to have an easy time and they'll get the win. Um, if he's in, I don't think it'll be as easy, but I think the Rams will still get a win because I feel like golf has been a big problem. And with golf not playing, I think having fresh blood in there will kind of rejuvenate the team and help help the team get hyped. Um so I, I think the the Rams will take it, but it'll be easier if Kyler Murray's not playing. My uh, so I just looked it up while you're saying that Kyler Murray said on Wednesday he will definitely be playing against the Rams in Week 17, and his leg is fine. Oh well, hey, there you go. <laughs> Guess he's going to power through it. Yep. Um, for that reason and more reasons. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go against you, and I'm going to take the Cardinals on this one. Um, I think there's too many people out for the Rams. I think they're just they're just beat up too much. And I think the Cardinals win it, and both teams end up in the playoffs because the Bears are losing to uh, the Packers. So Yeah. So the Rams are going to lose, but they're still going to get in the playoffs. All right. Fair enough. Last game at two twenty. No, there's the last game of, for two twenty five, and then is it a, a Sunday, Sunday night, night game. game? So the last game at two twenty five is the Saints and the Panthers, and I get to go first on this one. Um, I think the Saints are going to win this, even with their running backs out. Uh, they're still going to just walk all over the Panthers. I think they are. I don't know what they're going to do at running back because they're sitting. I think they're sitting Drew Brees for this game. Let me find out. Uh, so that means Jameis Winston would be the starting quarterback and then Taysom yeah, Hill would be running back. That might be what happens. <laughs> that, that would be a sight to see. That that would be funny to see that Jameis Winston starting and Drew then Brees Jason Hill as running back. Sunday versus the, oh that's that's old as hell. Never mind. That's from 2015. Why is that even coming up? Oh, uh, so so Jay Jay Glazer just tweeted that the Saints are moving. Ty okay. Montgomery Ty to Montgomery running back running and back calling up pa- practice squad running backs. He was a wide receiver that converted to a running back. He's not bad. And Drew Brees is playing. Yeah, he's not. He's not terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, yeah, okay. I'm, well, there you I'm go. taking the Saints. You said you're taking the Saints, right? Well, um, okay. Yeah, and I'm going to go with the Saints as well. Of yeah. This regular season, 
is the Washington football team versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Some playoff implications here. Washington win and they're in, lose and they're out. Yep. Oh, man. Uh, so I get to go first with this one. Um, man. <laughs> well, Washington football team making headlines because of releasing Dwayne Haskins at quarterback like midseason, which was kind of crazy that they didn't wait until the end of the season, but they released him. Uh, and seems like both parties were kind of taking that, you know, pretty, pretty well, which, you know, I was kind of surprised at everything happening with that. Um, yes. I'm not sure is, if Alex is Smith is going to be starting in this game or uh, not because he's been out with that injury. Too. Okay. Um, man, oh man, this one's a toughie. Um, I'll, I'll go with the Washington football team because, you know, they, they really want to make the playoffs and I think it would be a great, uh, you know, I guess stamp or a great way to end, uh, Alex Smith's, you know, comeback player storyline, you know, (laughs) so, you know, if he, if he helps them make the playoffs, then, you know, he would be a shoe in to get comeback player of the year. So yeah, I'm I'm going to go with with Washington football team. team. So I I think they win and they end up in the playoffs. So, And then we'll see what lucky team yeah. will get to play them in the first round. Because <laughs> what's funny is they're going to have a home game with a losing record. Uh, if they win, they're, they're <laughs> seven and nine and they have a home game. <laughs> who who would have thunk? And it's honestly, I think it's going to be the Rams. <laughs> who who would have thunk? <laughs> or no, it, it, yeah, it would be the Rams because if the Cardinals beat the oh, Rams. Well. The Rams drop to the number seven seed, and the Cardinals go to the number six seed. So Washington would actually be playing. Oh no, Washington would be playing a higher seeded team. They'd be playing number five. Um, yeah. So that, yeah, they're going to be playing Tampa, <laughs> which I think would be Tampa, right? Wow. Oh gosh. So, yeah, they're, they're going to be a one-and-done team. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> All righty. Well, uh, there you go. So that wraps up our, our picks for the regular season. We'll see how things shake up uh, with the final score for our picks. Um, of course, we don't consider it completely done and declare a winner for picks until – um the Super Bowl. So, you know, we'll have to we'll have to wait on that. Um so to to wrap things up and to you know finish things up, just wanna do um because I can't remember if I if I announced it or not last last time. I don't think I did on the podcast. Um that uh Yeah you did it was the Team Cablamo won the fantasy football. Did I point that out last time? 
Yeah, two-time winner. Okay. just wanted to make sure because I couldn't remember if I had pointed that out or not. So um, but we'll be excited to do fantasy football again next year and, uh, you know, get things going. Um, you know, everyone that's that plays or I'm that's, losing, you know, going to want to join. Um, it's, you know, a lot of fun and we play for uh, fantasy. Don't do that. Don't lose connection. Yep, I'm there. So I... I... <laughs> popped off and said you still good sorry oh no no worries um so yeah we play i was just saying we play for a fantasy football belt it's a lot of fun a lot of camaraderie and and fun stuff we do live uh drafts so it's a lot of fun if you're interested you know just let us know on our facebook page um sports harder podcast uh, you can check us out on Instagram at sports underscore harder underscore podcast, uh, Twitter at sports harder P capital S capital P. Um, you can listen to us on Spotify, um, the anchor app, um, Apple podcast, all the major podcast places. Um, you know, just, uh, and as always, you know, if you shout out to us or, you know, leave comments or questions that you want answered, we'll always talk about them on the podcast. And, uh, you know, we'll get you involved. I mean, even if you want to be on the podcast, we'll, we'll let you join. Um, we're always excited to, uh, you know, have all these, you know, new people, new faces, new experiences, you know, give your thoughts and opinions. Um, even if you want to debate with us, yep. if you don't like what we say and you think that we're dumb, come on the show and tell us. We'll, we'll, sure. We're more than welcome to, you know, talk about I, I was that. actually thinking about something, wondering if you want to do it. Um, I might set up like a, uh, an MBA. Yeah. Like obviously not this season cause it's already started kind of be pointless, but maybe next season do an NBA, NBA fantasy as well. Well, it, it wouldn't be pointless. We're only like three or four games into the season. You can always still do a draft and get it set up. I mean, there's freaking, 90 games in a season. I mean, we could still have a, a decent, uh, a, a decent, um, I don't know. If we can NBA fantasy people, season, if you still wanted to do that. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I would be down. I'll, I'll start asking around and, uh, seeing who would be interested in that. Um, I know maybe one or two people that do it, you know, on, on their own. So maybe they would join up, uh, on ours as well. So I can definitely reach out to them and, and try to see. Um, I don't know if Melanie the felony would be interested because she she doesn't really watch basketball, yeah. so I don't think she would really know who to pick <laughs> when it comes to that. Um, I, I don't know if uh, I have a few friends if uh, Jen it, so or anyone anyone you know like that likes it. Nice, awesome. I, I like it. Uh, well, all right. Well, uh, I guess the last thing to do fine. then is to do our, our normal thing that we always wrap up the show with. <laughs> Earl Thomas still not signed. So, oh my goodness. It'll be interesting to see if he's even on a team next year, next season. I mean, everyone kind of saw what happened when Le'Veon Bell sat out a year. So, um, be interesting to see if he actually gets signed with a team or not. Alrighty. 
Well, we appreciate the listens as always. Um, you know, share the podcast with your friends and family or people that you know that like sports and, uh, you know, have them give a listen. And uh, until then, we will catch you guys next week at the same time, same place. 